In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As it is that now, today, we enter into the second Sunday of Epiphany. We enter into this Gospel reading. And as we enter into this Gospel reading, we have to remember that we are still unpacking this great gift of Christmas, that we are still unpacking the full nature of who Jesus is. We're still trying to figure out who exactly He is, how exactly He fits into our lives, how exactly He fits into our spiritual lives. And as it is that we get into this Gospel passage, here is now one of the most famous words that have ever been echoed throughout all of history for the past 2,000 years. Here is John who opens up his Gospel by saying that in the beginning, here is the very first chapter, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and this Word who made the entire heavens, the earth, who made us, who made life, who made creation, who made the universe. This same word, this unchanging word, as we get into the Greek of it all, here's this word called logos, whatever it is that it means. It's showing that this was always there at the beginning of time. Here is Jesus Christ, who was never made, but is eternally begotten. Here is Jesus Christ, who is the great creator. Here is Jesus Christ who comes into the world. And as he comes into the world, he doesn't just take on the likeness of us as John tells us. Not at all. But he becomes like us in every way. He puts on this human flesh, this this strange stuff, this creation, right? He puts on this stuff that is so mired with filth, so mired with dirtiness, so mired now, so corrupted, by sin, and he takes it on, becomes like one of us, in order now, he tells us, to show us the light of the world. And as we know about Jesus, when it is that he comes into the world, he's not accepted. When it is that the great light enters into our life, how often do we shy away from it? How often do we cover our eyes and say, that hurts, I don't want to open my eyes. It's exactly what John is getting at today. That here is life. True life. True eternal life that comes into the world. And here we are shy to receive it. Here we are more comfortable in the darkness. Here we are, we've been given everything we need to live a life that is free from sin. Everything we need to know what it means to live a life according to the truth. And yet, what do we do? We go on living in the darkness. And he says this. Here is the great light that illuminates the world, that comes into the world. But so many sit in darkness, and they become too comfortable in the darkness, that they never see the light, or they try to follow the light, but it becomes too difficult, becomes too hard. That's what Jesus is getting at today. What does it mean to have true life? What does it mean to have eternal life? What does it mean to be a Christian? What does it mean to follow Jesus What does it mean when Jesus says, I have come to bring life and life to the fullest? You see, the Gospel of John begins with life. The beginning was the Word. The Word who created everything around us. The Word being Jesus Christ. Here is the Word who gives life. And at the end, the very end, the very last chapter, the very last last chapter of John, John tells us that everything here that has been written has been written that you might come to believe in who Jesus Christ is, that you might come to know Him, and that you might have life in His name. The fullness of life. Not just any kind of life, the fullness of life. 
You see, the world's going to offer you just kind, of, just kind of a life that just kind of gets by and whatever it might be. Just get by in life, be successful in the world's terms and whatever it might be. And hopefully you'll get by. Hopefully you won't run into any suffering. Hopefully you won't run into any hardships. And just try to keep your life as comfortable as possible. Stay in the darkness if it means being comfortable. That's not what we're called to. Not at all. Not in the slightest. You see, when the light enters into the world, imagine ourselves sitting in a dark room for I don't know how long. Imagine the sun kind of coming up and instantly being turned on, the light's being turned on, and it's uncomfortable. It takes us out of our comfort zone. It makes us work. It takes us out of our, our laziness. It takes us out of, of what it is that we know, what it is that's familiar to us. And that's what Jesus wants. To be dragged out of our comfort. To be uncomfortable. All for His name. My brothers and sisters, the truth is worth it. When it is that we see the truth of Jesus Christ at work in our life, when it is that we see His light, there is nothing that should keep us away from it. Absolutely nothing. Not the comfort of this world, not the riches of this world, not the addictions of this world, not the anxieties of this world. Nothing. Everything is worth it. But it means we must act. It means that when we see the light, now it is we must work. Work to obtain that light. And Jesus tells us that when you are called to be my disciple, when you are called to be a disciple of Jesus, it's not going to be comfortable at all. In fact, people are going to persecute you. In fact, people are going to ridicule you. In fact, people are going to scoff at you. They're going to make fun of you. Oh, he prays before dinner? Oh, how nice. Oh, you pray for them? That's strange. Oh, you find forgiveness? It makes no sense. But then the deeper and deeper you get into your faith, when you are called to love your enemy, when it is that you are called to follow him above all else, when you are called to follow him in every single aspect of your life, how much more difficult does it become? But that's what it means to be a Christian. That's what it means to be a disciple. That's what it means when it is that we keep our eyes fixed upon that goal that is Jesus Christ. My brothers and sisters, what does it mean to have true life? Life is the opposite of death, right? We know that. We know that life is the opposite of death. Life has this vitality to it. Life has this beauty to it. Life is how it is that we are able to, to, uh, to really see Jesus and for who He is. And we are able to really truly put Jesus at the center of our life. And without Jesus, we know that there is no other life. And so when it is that sometimes in life we get distracted by these things of the world, whatever it is that they might be, and we try to make that the fulfillment whether it's our careers, our businesses, whether it's, it's, I don't know, you can name it. There's so many distractions of life. Yoga, crystals, horoscopes, finjan, blah, 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 blah. So many things. When it is that we place these things in front of Christ, when it is we place our trust in these things, of these accomplishments of life, these things need to be torn away. And when it is that we tear them away, the more in which we're able to say, Jesus, these are nothing to me, and you are everything. I place my trust completely in you. Because you alone have the words of eternal life. When it is that we realize that we are in darkness, here it is now. We've accepted Jesus. We realize that true life is Jesus. And when it is that we accept Him into our life, now the next hurdle comes into our life. We are all sitting in darkness. All of us. All of us have a sin that we are somewhat attached to. All of us have a sin that we just continue to really struggle with, right? And the opposite of life is sin and death. And so here is the sin that's causing us to really kind of go against God and really kind of 
shy away from God and His light. And so the more it is that we approach Jesus onto the cross, the more it is that we make our way towards Jesus, the more it is that this darkness becomes more apparent to us. The more it becomes obvious. Here is the sin, a sin that I can no longer ignore. A sin that is not allowing me to live in the light of Jesus. A sin that I might be getting too comfortable. The more it is that we grow in comfort of the sin, the harder and harder in which we try to really keep it close to us. It's not what Jesus wants. But in order for us to have eternal life, every aspect of our life, every sin, must be given over to Him in order for us to really give us that true life. And so here is Jesus, who again is shining that light upon us. And remember, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's not going to be nice. When it is that Jesus moves in, it's very violent. Everything else that we think is important in our lives is really torn apart, ripped apart, and shown where it is that it has its truth in comparison to Jesus. Let that happen, no matter how difficult it is. And so, when it is that we realize our sin, when it is that we go to Him, when it is that we allow Him to work, what kind of life does He give us? Jesus, again, is inviting us, as John says today, He invites us to become children of God. That's what we learned during this Epiphany season, to become the very children of God, that we might come to know God the Father. And the more it is which we know God the Father, the more it is that we are able to be called children of God the more it is that we can pray the Our Father with that great confidence, knowing that we are the children of the Father. So don't take those words for granted, the Our Father. When it is that you pray that prayer, the prayer that Jesus Himself teaches us, we look up with our eyes to heaven and we say, You are my Father, Our That is a beautiful thing that should never be taken for granted. Our brothers and sisters, what is this darkness? What is the sin that we allow ourselves to dwell in? What is that darkness that we need Christ's light to shine in? I want us to really have this differing view of confession. This view of confession that here it is, now here's the sin, maybe I continue to struggle with it, so what's the point? Maybe I'll just kind of avoid confession until it is that I can really get over it, or whatever it might be, or maybe I think I'm not really sinning that much, I'm all in all, I'm a good guy, I pay my taxes, I do those things that I'm supposed to be doing, I do my jury duty, and blah, blah, blah. I get by in life. It's not good enough. What Jesus calls us to do is, as it is that we go to confession, as we sit in that pew, as we, we kneel on that kneeler, as it is that we give our sins to the priest, to Jesus Christ, here he is, forgiving our sins. But we have to realize that the work is not over. Here it is, we've allowed Jesus' mercy to overcome us. We've allowed His light to enter into our life. And now it is we're taking the good step of going to confession, of trying to change. But after that, it's not done. Not at all. The battle is just beginning. It cannot be that, you know, each and every time I'm going to keep trying, I'm going to keep trying until it is that I, I overcome it, but I'm going to keep going to confession. And, uh, you know, when I fall, maybe it's... it's all too often, whatever it might be, I'm going to keep going back. It's not how it works. My Lord Jesus, I've offended you. My Lord Jesus, I've gone against you. My Lord Jesus, I continue to fall in the same sin. 
but I want to be able to break the habit. My Lord Jesus, I'm going to put these things into effect so that I am able to overcome the sin, my Lord Jesus. I realize what it is that this has done to you, and because this has done to you these things, ultimately these sins hurt you because it is that they hurt me, and I realize that I can't live in the freedom of your light if I continue to sin. And that is what sin is, my brothers and sisters. When we sin, and we think no one else gets hurt, that's a lie. God is hurt by our sins. Why? Because it hurts us. Because it doesn't allow us to live the fullness of life. That's what he's getting at. That's the point of confession. It's not always realize that you're always offending God. God, God is offended by it, but he's offended by it because he's not, you're not allowing yourself to live in the freedom of his light. Our brothers and sisters, when we go to confession, when it is that we, we repent of our sins, when it is that we meditate upon these words of the gospel today, that in the beginning was the word, the word is with God, that Jesus Christ, who is the author of life, wants us to have just that, wants us to have life. Don't focus on the darkness. Don't focus on death. Don't focus on the sins. Don't focus on the comforts of this world. Be uncomfortable if it means following Jesus. Because at the end of the day, that and that alone is what's worth that road to Jesus. And when it is that we fall on the way there, in the confession, is where it is that we are reconciled to Him, and ultimately is where we find the fullness of life, as long as we give everything to Him and everything to Him fully. Amen? Amen.